This podcast may reflect unpositively upon dogs, but I'm going to tell you, this dogs are amazing. The, the only reason that this dog is portrayed in such a way is I don't know. And, well, yes. So, I love dogs very much. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. You must... A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Are you ready for an experience? The greatest podcast of all time. Hello, my listeners, and welcome back to the one, the only, non-sponsored podcast featuring Mango Tom. This and nobody else. But before we begin, I must give all young readers under 99 years of age a caution. For those who may have a family history of anxiety, please have a support crew at the ready before during or after this podcast. But for now, settle in, maybe with a hot mocha latte and a blanket on the couch, you know, just relax and enjoy my podcast, because it is something to be enjoyed. This is a really great podcast. How to seriously injure yourself by artistic license used. This is mostly a work of fiction. Nothing in here is related to anyone who isn't related to me except the dog. I'll just cut that out later. After reading this story, you can guess I write religiously given the skill displayed in this personal narrative. I don't. It's all drip pure, dripping, overflowing, really a waterfall of talent. My father is a nice man. You didn't have to be a genius to guess I was his son. Cause, get it, cause I'm nice too, yeah. And one day he asked me on a walk and I just wasn't feeling it. All I wanted to do was just to stay home but I was forced to go via father. I had a bad feeling already and little did I know, I was all too right. It was a breezy day, not a cloud in the sky, and the leaves were toss-flipping in the air, and our dog was frolicking in them. 
It had a certain resemblance to the hanky-panky, trying to catch and eat them while we tried to no avail to stop her because we knew that this action would result in a very squishy, leaf-colored mouth ejection. I was vainly trying to explain to my father that Star Wars was not the same as Star Trek, the equivalent of teaching a three-year-old how to read. Sulu is not the same as Solo, I broadcasted to him. Clearly, his equivalent of a receiver wasn't working because it didn't look like he was acknowledging the tiniest bit of information. Moments later, a slight wind streamed by. My father was on the ground with a club near his head, a bruise mark on his left temple. Ninjas, I gesturing my dog to stay back and attend to my father i later found out it was just a club blowing in the wind a long story for another time but we don't have time for that right now as we were approaching the last neighborhood before we walked up our street a series of barks shot up in the air like an m16 on semi-auto setting suppressor off i went in first i glanced to the right a size large jumbo dog with sleek black fur was bolting for me like like a grumpy cookie monster my eyes were on terror mode and my mouth sounded like an air raid siren the brain of my skull was on devcon 5 and i dove to the right he just missed me i was screaming to my father for help but it wouldn't matter clearly because he was unconscious i belonged to the neighborhood in front of our house Circling back, the dog was getting ready to pounce, eyes glaring into my pocket like Superman's x-ray vision, brows furrowing. He dug his legs into the ground and started drooling. I glanced at my pocket and remembered my size, large peanut butter M&M's. Never, I screamed. The only dog who could eat my peanut butter M&M's was mine. I knew I couldn't win and I'd never been this afraid since. Cue flashback. My eyes bulged with terror as her face twisted into an animalistic smile. It was space balls all over again. I looked on in terror as her foot got ready to marry my throat. Fuck him! Corner of my eye, I noticed a dark brown blur heading toward, jetting towards me like a nuclear warhead zoning in for the kill. I jerked to the side and that only worsened the impact. The result was not good. Crunch! In absolute terror, I identified the quandary, a large dog attacking me with rapid ferocity. He attacked, pushing me off balance. I rubbed my pocket and I felt ripped leather and silky liquid. I lifted my hand off the ground and I felt screaming pain. Blood was spilling out of my arm like that Coke bottle you shook too long and left in the hot sun. And then, somehow, Mentos got on the inside. I deliriously laughed like a fool. To say the least, I was in Spain. Minus the S. No wonder teeth were such the hardest part of the body. I was befuddled because I was not aware that one bite could do this much damage. Turns out I wouldn't ever have a forearm again. The last thing I could hear before passing out was the sound of focus chewing. But I wasn't done yet. I had the advantage and a lot of intense pain, too. I waited patiently for an opening. In due time, I noticed that the dog was growing more tired by the moment. My glorious struggle, basically just running, had tired him out. I decided I would count down from ten and then would attack. I dug my feet into the ground and clenched my jaw, narrowed my eyebrows. Then, rocketing up, I realized I had been very wrong in my calculations. I had missed terribly. My face dug into the earth. At least a pound of worms was in my mouth. I could feel them wriggling. I swallowed. God mode activated!
tasty, I whispered, uh, his eyes going wide with fear as the large dog tried to escape. Too late. I jumped on him so he could not reach me or get up. All I had to do was wait. Suddenly, jerking up and flailing around for about three seconds in a last failed attempt to reel me off. I bellowed. He plummeted to the ground and I was flung off his back. Crack! Miss Plain! I screamed. It was a struggle, yet still I stood limping off into the distance.